10, 9, ignition sequence starts. 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0, all engine running. Liftoff, we have a liftoff. That's one small step for man, one giant hop for out here having a pint. Craft beer nerds, welcome to Out Here Having a Pint. I'm your host, Pup Dog, in the house. And with me today, on my right, we have Adam. Adam in the house. Adam, how you doing? I'm all right. Uh, I'm in the house, so... Uh, you are in the yeah, house. Yeah, it's Christmas and stuff. And- Adam from the uh, the Speak podcast, once again. Um, Merry Christmas, everybody. This is the Christmas episode of Out Here Having a Pint. And um, my Christmas wish has came true. I'm actually doing a podcast without Kelsey today. So, yes! <laughs> okay, no, no, no. Okay, I'm just kidding. That's a bold uh, move. No, yeah, I know. I was yeah, like, yeah. Oh, she's right there. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's right over there. Yeah. She's, uh, no, we... Uh. <laughs> no, um, um, I'll explain that a little bit later. Um, to my right, uh, <laughs> we have Mike in the house. Mike, how you doing? To your, to your left. To your left. Yeah, yeah, to your oh, left. yeah, whatever. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, he's not on my lap. Right. But I could be. <laughs> I, I mean, as the night goes on, yeah. yeah. Well, you we'll know. see what happens. Hey, a little bit, a little bit of beer drinking has been going on. So I, I cannot tell from my right to my left. <laughs> your right, your left, my right. It's something. Anyway, you're at the table. Um, yeah, yeah. Merry Christmas. We're here at at, at my house at this big ass Lord of the Rings table. It uh, is a fine banquet table you got here. Yeah, a fellowship could fit yeah. around it. Yeah. I mean, we are a fellowship, though. Technically, Why do you need seven or nine. How many were in the fellowship? Well, there was really only two. Uh, the rest were just hangers on. Oh, okay. So. Really? And where did the hobbits hang out? They they had their own little table, right? No. Or well, well, one of them <laughs> the was Hobbit. the hobbit. So oh, okay, Samwise yeah. Gamgee uh, mm. and then Aragorn. That's 90% of the strength of the fellowship right yeah. there. Well, you can tell where this podcast is going right away. Uh, <laughs> didn't even have to uh, say anything. Yeah, did this you is... even bother introducing me at all? or was I, I, Oh, yeah. I, so uh, <laughs> Mike from Mike's Tiny Shop is back again. If you remember last, uh, the last two episodes, we did the... Wasn't it the uh, Thanksgiving special? Yep, it was the Thanksgiving special, mm-hmm. and uh, it was uh, it was, yeah. So yeah, I'm also the the host of the Prop History podcast now. So oh oh, so, that's right. So we're all podcasting people now. Oh wow, we're profe- all professionals sitting at this table. Well, not even close, but yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I did see all the gear you got on Facebook. I was uh, checking it out. Yeah, very nice, very nice. Um, We've already recorded a couple of episodes, and the first one debuts January first. Oh, that's what I was going to ask. Um, are you waiting to debut it just for a certain date? Why January first? Um, it was a, a part of it was just because of editing, and then part of it was also just because I, it was an arbitrary date. Mm. Honestly, is what I chose to make sure that I we had enough episodes in the bank to where if something occurs, we wouldn't have to worry about. Yeah, it. Yeah, I don't. I don't edit this crap. This is just like it well, just goes it, out. It ultimately, it, it yeah. ultimately ended up we we recorded forty five minutes of us talking about Starship Troopers and because mm. that's the first episode right. about Starship Troopers and then about the first movie or all of it. Uh, about the first movie, we okay. touch on the rest of them, but uh, it's primarily about the first, okay. the nineteen ninety seven. Um, Paul Verhoeven film. So now nah, I got you. So it's you and another guy. Uh, myself and uh, my friend Greg Noling. He's been in uh, the prop community for about twenty five years, oh, okay. and uh, he's he pretty much knows everybody in it. And he has he's actually owned a lot of the stuff from that movie. So that's uh, that's why he and I are both obsessive about film props. So 
All right. So yeah, this episode is going to be just nerd shit today. We're going to talk about nerdy stuff. We're going to um, we're going to try some beers. We're going to make a little change here on out here having a pint. Which, by the way, January first will start our. We're going to um, reboot, start our fourth season. Um, not reboot, but just like yeah, remake, call it. Remake, call, call it season. The last yeah. three seasons. <laughs> we're <still> reboot it. <laughs> <laughs> we're taking. We're taking Kelsey, uh, Brandon, everybody out. We're, this is just gonna. It's, it's just gonna be this. This now. is it. This is it. This is it. No, um, we're gonna start season officially. Start season four, uh, just because it sounds right and um, no changes. I don't think I might change sponsorships up a little bit and 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 things like that. Uh, don't you randomly just choose who's your sponsor? Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What, do you, what do you get from having a sponsor? Oh, thousands and thousands of dollars. Um, I'm, I, I mean, I can tell based off this table. I mean, can't you tell by the, you know, <laughs> beer that I have right here in front of my table? No, um, not, absolutely nothing. Um, <laughs> actually, that's not true. So uh, it's, di- it's just different. Um, different sponsors. Uh, Different sponsors will offer different things. Like some sponsors will offer um, us beer. Um, some sponsors will uh, pay us money at the end of the month um, just to, to mention them. And then um, some just doesn't do anything at all. And I just do it just because I like I want to support you know small business or, or a brewery or a tap room. And I just put them on my podcast. Fair enough. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Kelsey is not here today. Uh, I did joke around, but that was not my Christmas wish. Um, that was my birthday wish, which will be coming up January 31st. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> so what was your Christmas wish? I didn't have a Christmas wish. Um, your birthday is January 31st? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I remember last time, time goes fast. Yeah, um, it sure does. Um, a year is not nearly as long as you think it is sometimes, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, it's like, especially yeah. this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, um, this, this year has lasted uh, yeah. way longer than yeah, it should have. I forgot how old I will be. Um, 40 something I think it's either 40 47 I think is it 47 yeah because you keep telling me you're 46 so. oh am I 46 but does he actually I, know he's 46 I don't know <laughs> I don't even know I thought I was already 47 hmm. what year were you born 74 uh, so you're 6 years older than me so you're 46 yeah. oh okay well hey. <laughs> great I'm a year younger than I would have thought I was yeah I thought I was going to go in it at 48. So you're 11 years older than me. Damn. 46. I got a whole year to yeah, do Yeah, we things. concur on math. Hey. <laughs> it checks out. It checks yeah, out. It checks out. <laughs> guys, I think I just went back in time. It's an older host, but it checks out. <laughs> I think I went back in time, guys. I thought I was actually going into this January 31st as 48. Now you say it's 47? Yeah, we got you. I can do whatever I want to do. Yes, I'm young again. Yeah, ladies, you. ladies, ladies. We got you two more years. Yeah. Uh, that's true. Yeah. Don't waste them. I know. <laughs> true. Now, uh, Kelsey is in the kitchen uh, with with my wife. They're actually um, doing the Christmas uh, food. She waved. You can't. You can't hear yeah. that. Yep. She did wave. Nor yep. can they see it. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. Or, or see it. This oh, yeah. is here's, here's true. This is true. All right. So um, uh, we're we're gonna, we're gonna get into what we're gonna talk about, but. Um, we're going to try beer and, and see if we like it. So this time, this type around, so the past like a bunch of episodes, it's like episode after, after episode, we talk about beers that are no longer available. And I feel guilty because um, I bump into people that listen to the show and say, hey, where can I get that beer? And I'm like, nah, you can't get it anymore. We tried it and now you can't get it. <laughs> so joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, do you call them like peasant or? Uh... Yeah, you, you pleb. <laughs> you can't get it, you pleb. Now go away. Um, no, and I, I feel bad. So starting out, and this is the season four part of part of this. We're going to start doing beers that you can get, actually get. We will have a beer or two that you can't, you know, it might be um, exclusive or it might be rare, blah, blah, blah. But um, yeah, we're going to get some like everyday beers that you can get. It's either at a store or at a craft beer brewery that 
is just their headliner, and you can always get it. So, yeah, we'll do that. Make things slightly more attainable. All right. People. Yeah. I like that. All right. So, while I'm going to open this, and here's what I'll do. I'll open this, and then I'll give you guys samples. But I'm going to ask you, um, at the same time, while I'm doing this, did you guys, uh, spoiler alert, did you guys see uh, the season finale of the Mandalorian. Of course. <laughs> I don't I don't think that there's anybody that uh, hasn't seen it at this stage. <laughs> yeah. I mean even if you didn't watch it, you know what happened. Yeah, you did. You yeah. knew what happened. Well, uh, if you didn't if you haven't um, if you didn't see the last season of uh, Mandalorian, spoiler alert, but you know what? If you haven't, what are you waiting for? So, I will go ahead and ask this of, of the both of you. When what was the moment when you realized who that Jedi was? Um, oh. Um uh, you go first. You go first, Adam. I mean, I I saw the X-Wing, and then I think for me, as soon as they showed the gloved hand, so as soon as he stuck his hand out, that's when I was like, got, I mean, the, the lightsaber color and the gloved hand, it's like, all right, that has to be him. Um, because, I mean, it, like the only other thought at the time was like maybe Ahsoka, maybe Ezra, but I was thinking, I think the gloved hand is what gave it away for me. For me, it was it was actually when I saw the X-Wing. Okay. Yep, me too. Yeah, I've me heard, too. That, I've heard yep. that people can tell that it was his. Well, you can just see... Uh, R2 in it Oh, okay. Uh, for a split second but for me what it was everybody was anticipating a Jedi showing up that right. was the whole mm-hmm. thing about mm-hmm. the previous episode so you knew one was going to arrive and when I saw the X-Wing I immediately knew that was Red 5 and not because of markings or anything okay. but it was just you just knew that there's only one like Jedi, Jedi yeah. known to fly an X-Wing actually that's a good point yeah and then of course it was completely confirmed for me anyway with the glove yeah. and then the lightsaber built it in and then of course him just absolutely massacring everything in front of him. Which is badass to see. Like, we finally got to see kind of like a strong Luke. Um, yeah, especially when he, like, crushed that one droid. Yeah. But you notice that was actually the only thing he did with his gloved hand was to crush that because that's a Sith power. Yep. Because so, yep. he, he fights with his dark side all the time. Yeah, like, yeah. And that's the only thing he actually did force-wise with that hand was That's to true. crush him, mm-hmm. uh, which is, of course, goes back to this, the dark side, like, tempting him to do stuff, so. Because yeah, he choked the guy in Return of the Jedi, the mm-hmm. Gamorrean. It's sort of yeah. like when you sit on your hand and, and make it go numb. The stranger. And, yeah. yeah, and, no, yeah. I wonder. Same thing. I wonder if he had to practice. <laughs> he doesn't feel guilty. Same thing. You don't feel guilty. He doesn't feel guilty. Right. Everybody doesn't feel guilty. I mean, why I mean, would he you? He feels it, though, because he got pricked with it. And he was yeah, like, that, I know he does feel oh, it, that's but true. I mean, that's a lot of strength in that hand that he's not used to, yeah. so, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, he practiced on lots and lots of hot dogs before. Can you just use yeah. the force? <laughs> yeah. Maybe oh, he does uh, use the force. Yeah. Like, yeah. That'd be weird. Ooh. Well, maybe, oh. maybe he is. Maybe he uses force ghosts. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, well. Yoda. Uh, yeah. I mean, Yoda. We now know. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, Yoda did ride his back a lot, so maybe he's. <laughs> mm-hmm. You well, want me? Star Wars is you right. want me to you, hand job? You want me to do? <laughs> <laughs> Horrifying. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, so, well, I, I'm I'm with you on that, uh, my guy. Um, soon as that, uh, as soon as that. Uh, X-wing. X-wing came in. I was like, "Yep, that's that's gonna be Luke." Because if it was, first of all, if it was somebody else, another Jedi, people would have been pissed. Or would yeah. they? Because there were a lot of people that were hoping that it was Mace Windu. Yeah, show up. that's they're true. They're never really one hundred percent confirmed. There that he was, was a lot of internet trying to build up, like, "Do it." Well, Disney uh, said happy birthday to like Samuel L. Jackson, and it said like, "Your story is just beginning." Mm-hmm. It's what they posted. Or well, something. Maybe well, because maybe they already have it in the works, but it's entirely plausible he shows up again because they did go ahead and announce that laundry list of shows that they're going to do in the Star Wars universe. So mm-hmm. 
he I mean, can pop up in any of them. Yeah, I mean, he, even if it's not like, I mean, he could still pop up in a prequel because like, yeah, because it could because like the the what is it Obi Wan yeah. series they're gonna do? Yeah, they brought back Hayden Christensen, which they don't necessarily need him for Vader, but they could have him playing Vader, but they could have him as flashbacks because there could be a lot of that. True, but listen, now there's a lot of shit on the internet saying you should bring back Hayden. He's like going to be great. But, but back when, back in the day, everybody hated him. Yep. Everybody said he was a bad actor. Everybody said he sucked and he, he screwed up his, all his lines, even though that, yeah, the script might've sucked. But, and now he's some like godly thing. that's like, bring him back. See how time changes a little bit. Just give it a little bit of time and people can reimage themselves, I guess. Well, I think people like want to hate the new shit and just hate it to hate it. And then like everything in the past has become, okay, that's not that bad. That wasn't so terrible. Well, like, now it falls into nostalgia. Yeah. Yes. So it, Ex- that, exactly. Like, yeah. Cause the younger fans are now the ones that grew up with the prequels are becoming the adults. Who's like, Oh, that was good shit. Like we want to see it. That's our first introduction to star Wars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The yeah. theatrical introduction to star Wars, yeah. which for a lot of us, I mean, I'm, you were probably old enough to see him in the theater. Yeah. I was barely old enough yeah. to see the original trilogy in the theater. I did not. Yeah, I, I saw him all in theaters. Because yep. the last one came out in 83, and I remember going with my dad to see Return of the Jedi. Yeah, me too. At the base theater in, at March Air Force Base in California. Mm. And like that's how stark that memory is. And I, the only parts I remember of it were being terrified of the Rancor monster like as a child. But um, the younger generation, like you said, like their introduction was the uh, the prequels. Now they've grown up with that. And I love... like 20 years at this point. Yeah, it's ridiculous how long ago it was. Because I was in high school, I think just out of high school when they started coming out, or in high school when they came out. And the like the reaction to the previous episode before the finale with Boba Fett and the Sonic Mine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just like everybody shitting their pants over the Sonic Mine, which I did too. Because as soon as that thing released from its uh, the, uh, the house with Bombay, oh yeah, yeah, I just oh it's <laughs> the Sonic Mine. He's gonna blow the shit out of stuff, and it's the coolest sound in all of Star Wars when yep. it goes off. But yeah, I was I, I rather enjoyed it. I just think people would have been pissed off if it wasn't Luke Skywalker. And I saw the side they did a side by side thing of Luke coming through that corridor, and then Darth Vader coming through the corridor mm, on that. Rogue One. Yeah. Oh yeah, which was yeah. like I, I wonder if they did that. On purpose I to kind of did. nothing yeah. is done by accident. Yeah, that's true. It's, Especially it's with all Filoni. Yeah, Filoni yeah. knows what he's doing. Yeah, Dave Filoni and and, and uh, John Favreau are both huge Star Wars nerds, so they they know they know how to do fan service for mm. real. For and sure. they yeah, also the stance even like the way he held it, like yeah, everything was everything was dead on. And I love that they also did the "Let me look upon my son with my own mm. eyes" uh, oh, yeah, homage yeah, yeah. when he took off his helmet. And that's exactly what that was in front yeah. of Luke. It oh, was, you're true. Yeah. I mean, you know what? I didn't even catch that. Yes, yeah, was, you're absolutely right about that. Yeah, it was. Let me look upon. I'm my gonna son have to rewatch it. Eyes. Yeah. Oh, tell me you didn't get teary eyed. Oh no, I straight up I did. did. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I had there some, was so big old much, lump in my throat. Yeah, there was so much nostalgia <laughs> in all of that, and then that that moment of their separation, like you knew it was, it was it, now. Where do you think they'll go with season three if they do a season three? We we was talking about that before we uh, got on air. I don't think they could do um, Grogu all through the episode. I think it maybe at the end of or towards the end of that season they'll re- come back together again because I think right now just because we had like what two seasons of this Mandalorian and and uh, Grogu together it, it'll just feel a little bit empty and i think just fans would still want more and more of it now yeah. that they had a little taste or like okay where is grogu where are they going how's he getting trained where will we see him again and you know what it's a money maker i mean come on i mean i think the the, the fans the real 
the real pull for the fans for the Mandalorian is is definitely because of quote unquote the baby Yoda yep. right when they first saw baby Yoda oh my god it's baby Yoda and now it's like if you don't have him then one you need to make the uh, Mandalorian he was already badass but you need to make him a little extra badass which I think they'll do or bring in something else that's cute or like a market on no thing. you know what I- I'm tired of the cuteness actually I-, I want I want now I want some meat I want some um I want some lore I want I want um man they brought back so much yeah, man because they hinted like the Ahsoka thing was there they mentioned Thrawn right. like I, I'm I'm hoping that Thrawn will eventually become the main antagonist of the show I want to see what happens to Ezra well they mentioned they've already announced the Ahsoka Tano series so I have right. a, I probably have, be in that then. I have yep. a theory about this okay. I think that we because I don't know you correct me on this if I'm wrong but they have not actually officially announced the Mandalorian season three have they uh. They did. So they, they announced did. Mandalorian season three, and then Boba Fett's supposed to be a four part mini series. The book of Boba Fett. Yeah, it's yeah. a four part mini series. So I have a suspicion that that we're the next. I think the next thing we're going to see is the book of Boba Fett. Okay. I believe because that's December twenty twenty one. Yeah. I don't know when Ahsoka Tano is supposed to come out. Yeah, and then they're doing the Rangers of the Republic. The Rangers of the Republic, which is supposed to be uh, Cara Dune, which yes. I don't know if that's going to happen with all the politics that's going on yeah. around it. Um, I really wasn't interested in her. I, I have. They didn't develop I mean, her character it, very but much. Like, I don't. They didn't. Not yeah, they didn't develop her character enough. I think to make her really grab on for people. And if they do their own show, of course they will. But I have a theory that what we've seen now is sort of the end of Mando's arc for right now, and that we're going to see the Book of Boba Fett, and then sure. Ahsoka Tano, where she's hunting down Ezra and Thrawn. Which it may just be Thrawn because they have not mentioned Ezra yet. Yeah, but that's all. but yeah. one comes with the other kind of thing. Um, well, it's got to be Thrawn because she already mentioned that she was like chasing him down. Yeah, no, so. she's after Thrawn for real. Mm-hmm. And then they also added in the whole like cloning of the Emperor yes. storyline at mm-hmm. the end of The Mandalorian when they saw all the clones in the tanks and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And there's Moff Gideon that yeah, we have to follow because yeah. he's still alive. Why, why is he wearing Darth Vader garb? To make him look badass. I know. I mean, didn't yeah. Luke like say, well, Wait, what are you wearing over he's, there? He's wearing a modified version of Imperial officer armor is what yeah. he's wearing. But it's because the Imperial officer armor doesn't, it's not just armor. It also has a life support system in it. True. And all it, just, it, it just reminded me of the Vader yeah. outfit. I was, was like, what like, are you wearing uh, over there? What's that? Was that what like Iden Versio wore? Did I believe you? so. Yeah. Uh, so she was a video game character and she was like, um, what special ops for the empire. Yeah. But she had like this, black armor and had that shit too. Well, see, and it was a, like a, a modified TIE fighter pilot Yeah, and she had a different helmet. Suit too, yeah, because um, she was, she flew a lot as well, but she was special forces. Yeah. Or whatever they were equivalent But it kind of reminded me of that, yeah, the armor. Yeah, and I think that's what they were kind of playing off with that. But I, mm. I have a feeling that we've seen the end of Mando's arc for right now mm-hmm. and that eventually we will go to the Jedi Academy where Grogu is at. But ultimately that Jedi Academy is destroyed by the Knights of Ren. Or is it? Yeah. Or is it? No, well, that's just... Well, it's not the comic book. It was in the comic book, Well, in the comic, Kylo does it, yeah. Yeah, because it's been established by canon that exists already that they haven't, like, they haven't retconned it yet or anything. But why did Kylo do it? Mm. Because he turned bad. He's mad at his dad and stuff like that. He was kind of freaking out, and, like, Snoke was talking to him and manipulation, and... And Han Solo (laughs) is a bastard, so he's a really terrible father. He left, basically. Yeah, he did. He abandoned his child. Yeah. Hmm. Well, he left him with Luke because Luke said he'll be okay, and I'm going to train him to be a Jedi. So, I mean, well, yeah, it know, ain't like Han Solo can just like stay there and like observe and like a uh, a father you know on the bleachers of a football. You know what he, you know he could have done <laughs> football game. He, he could have not abandoned Leia 
I think mm. he could have. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah but we left. didn't see. Yeah, he just went out. Like in the books, uh, he, just, he just left. Oh, well, you yeah. get in the books. Just like say, he did in A New Hope. Maybe they had a relationship Until problems. Until he came back when it was advantageous. I mean, they were kind of arguing, and, Luke, and yeah. Han was always like, well, I feel restless, and I go back on my own. And then Chewbacca went to his family, so I think Han got more restless. Like, mm-hmm. So the books, I think Han is just somebody that always wants to wander around, wants to sure. see new stuff. Well, he's a like, scoundrel, he gets, right? Yeah, he just gets bored, I think. Yeah. Well, he was with uh, Chewbacca, just run, probably trying to run around do things he lost his ship somehow so he's probably trying to find that I don't know if they've gone into all that I don't believe they've gone into how he was separated from the Falcon yeah which for him is like how the fuck do you lose the Falcon Adam he was, Adam, he was only... trying to do man things okay, oh, okay a man's okay. gotta do what a man's gotta do <laughs> the only right? way I can figure he would lose the Falcon is the same way he got it like be gambling, gambling. Mm. yeah all right, so we're going to get deep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we, this is also a Speaking beer podcast. Gambling, this is a fantastic segue into beer. Yes, beer. Um, so today we're going to try a new Belgium. So this is um, actually Voodoo Rangers Higher Plane IPA. So this is a hazy Imperial IPA. It's coming in at 8.5% alcohol by volume. You can get this anywhere. You can get this at the uh, the grocery stores. Yep, I found out so, the liquor store. Yeah, so um, right off the shelf. So... Now my very, I think one of my very first beers was Voodoo Ranger um, with with Kelsey a long time ago. Um, I don't hate Voodoo Ranger. I kind of enjoy those those yeah, beers. Yeah, I like their stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. A, I mean, it's a good example of a hazy IPA. It's just it's just kind of a solid beer. It really is. I'm does, surprised. Yeah. There's no part of it that really like stands out as magnificent. But right. It's just it's just a good like yeah. baseline. Yeah, I think if you like the style, then you'll like the beer. Um, and they always do a good job of kind of having that juiciness, that haziness in the background. Yep. And though it's eight percent, it it doesn't. Oh no. No, it doesn't seem. Al- you know, you don't get that like strong alcohol taste to it. It's just it's a good easy drinking beer, which could be dangerous at eight percent. Yeah. Like their cans too. Yeah. yeah. Like like you said, there's nothing that sticks out to me as far as flavors concerned. There's right. nothing. Um, but that could be a good thing because I mean, there's no spikes in there because you. I mean. When you drink uh, these IPAs, you'll get like huge citrus or huge bitter or huge tropical notes or huge um, this and that. But this is just like straight up, all around mild, in between medium. And um, for eight percent, I'm not tasting. It's not boozy at all. No. Um, good, good haze on it. It's got. It, it is a hazy IPA. Um, it's bitter. I'm curious in what the IBUs um, is on this. Anybody want to guess? Uh, I'm not good at that, so I'm going to say, I'll say 30. Yeah, it's about 30, 40-ish, I do believe. If I had to guess, well, maybe we'll look at it later, but I'm going to yeah, say maybe 35. Right. Yeah, look at it on tap. I'm going to say 35, but I could be wrong. It's got a mild bitterness there, but yeah, this is a good drinker. I would drink this for sure. I would I would definitely um, have a pint of this. 45. 45? All right, that was 10. 10 IBUs off. And I was 15, so you won. Oh, I won that one. Closest, right. closest to that going over. Yeah. That's, that's the rule. Uh, you cheated. You probably knew. <laughs> Mike, uh, what do you think about that? Would you have a pint? I would have a pint of that. I really would. I, I do believe I've actually bought a six-pack of this in the past, or four-pack, but however, I know I've bought it before. Yeah, I don't know if and it's I enjoyed seasonal. It. Um, yeah. Because they switch out. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? That's quite good. Adam? Yeah, I would. Um, I, like, it used to be, they're, they're becoming a beer now, or a company that whenever I see something new by them, I make sure to pick it up just because I like what they do. Yep. You know? Yeah, not bad. I'm glad you brought this one. Um, yeah. It's a good drinker. It kind of reminds me a little bit of the Punk IPA, even though it's not hazy. Or um, in between a Punk IPA and Hazy Jane, a little bit. In between there. I get... I can see that. Yeah. yeah. It's got a little bit of um, the spikiness uh, note in there, uh, a little bit of a pineapple. 
Um, grapefruit. Um, taste a little bit of that grapefruit in there as well. I can't really pick out the fruit until mm-hmm. other people tell me that I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm the same. Like it, it, but the, now the I, bitterness, now I can... the bitterness kind of washes out a little bit yeah. of the flavor, but yeah. uh, I do see the, f- I don't necessarily pick up grapefruit specifically, mm-hmm. but there is a fruit flavor. Too. I think yeah. I get the pineapple. Yeah. I think it's the hops. I'm, I'm interesting with the hops. Um, is in there, but I don't know if they um, say that or not. Yeah, oh, um, there is a dryness at the end of the the uh, mouthfeel, though. So um, your lips get really dry after you you drink it. So yeah, no, um, I'm getting a little bit of the old cotton mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yep, cotton yeah. mouth. Um, but it's not it's not bad. We will have a. Um, I think we all said we would have a uh, pint of that. So that's a that's a good beer right off. Call that one a win. Call that a win. Yeah. I guess Untapped doesn't say what hops they use. Those sons of bitches. <laughs> All right, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to take a uh, sponsor break real quick, and then we're going to come back, and then we're going to taste a, another beer off the sh- off of the uh, store shelves, and then we'll go into some more nerdy, nerdy stuff. Um, and then what we're going to do, we're going to read our reviews. So we've been asking folks to go to iTunes and actually uh, do a review. So we're going to read them, good and bad. You're going to punish yourself I'm like going to punish myself. I haven't looked at them, so I'm going to look at them can and I, see what I kind re- of... Can I read them for you? Yeah, um, yeah sure. Yeah, I have yeah. a great announcer voice. Okay, so do it. You do, do that. So um, This is like the mean tweets type shit. Yeah, this is mean tweets, but it's going to be... Yeah, there'll be no editing for yeah. me. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> let's, uh, let's go to the sponsorships. Commodity. A basic product traded on the open market. Something you'll never find inside these tin covered walls. At Rusted Silo Southern Barbecue and Brew House, we only use the finest ingredients in everything we create. From locally crafted malt in our beer to choice Angus beef on our pit, we refuse to cut corners. Leave that for the other guys. Rusted Silo, the best little place with the biggest taste. Patience rewarded. If you like what you're hearing so far, don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe for our weekly craft beer adventures. Also, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Just search O-H-H-A-P. That stands for Out Here Having a Pint. Also, you can follow us on our YouTube channel, Out Here Having a Pint. Would you like to support our show? Go to anchor.fm slash O-H-H-A-P and click our support button. We'll give you a live shout out right on our podcast. Like to sponsor our show? Ask us a question or make a suggestion? Just email us at outofherehavingapint at gmail.com. Nerds. This is Kevin from Out Here Having a Pint Podcast. Join us bi-weekly as we discuss everything craft beer. We are out here having a pint. We are out here having a pint. Part of the On Draft Network. Now back to the show. Now back to the show. All right, we're back. Woo! Yeah. Yay! That's probably the best commercial I ever heard. Yeah, it is the best commercial. It's like two out of three are just me. So <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's when I that's when I like. So, so, yeah. So was just, I wasn't listening. Was it just you, just talking? Yeah. Well, one's from the uh, the rusted silo uh, barbecue, and that's a legit commercial. And then the other one just talks about subscribe to my shit. And then the third one says, 
hey, we're out here having a pint, and that's what you're listening to, you sons of bitches. Is that how your commercial goes? Probably, yeah. Probably just subscribe much. to my shit. Subscribe to my shit. Listen. Get, do the, uh, join me through all the things, Instagram and Twitter, and then the next one says, you're listening out here having a pint like you didn't know, part of the On Draft Network, bitches, and then that's it. There is no like network for what I do. So Okay, gotcha. Sometimes when it's really late at night, and I'm alone. I put on your commercials. Mm-hmm. And and hear them over and over again. <laughs> and I listen to them. Yeah, you should like. Um, and then what? And then what'd you do? Change tones to make it seem like it was somebody. It's somebody else. And then I sit on my hand. Yeah, oh, there you go. <laughs> and then wish that Yoda. And wish that Yoda the Force Ghost would arrive. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm just some uh, weird shit. But I mean, it works. It works. Yeah, you yeah. do whatever the job done. Whatever it does gets for a, you. Yeah, so. gets the yeah. job done. Now you do have Star Wars helmets. Do you like bring chicks over <laughs> and say, put on this stormtrooper helmet? I have not. Maybe that's something you do in the future. It's like you're <laughs> you mean to tell me out of all. Of um, your relationship that you've had, and you had those two yeah, Star Wars helmets. I don't, I don't have that many relationships. I mean, <laughs> listen, you how many Star Wars helmets do you have? I got. I only got the Stormtrooper, and I got Kylo. Um, I'm debating if I want to get the Mandalorian one because the Black better. Series yeah. ones. Yeah. 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 The, well, the Mandalorian one looks amazing. Yes. it really does. I think like Boba Fett is still kind of overrated to me, so it's like I don't really care. The Boba Fett helmet is really well. They released. They're releasing another one. Yeah, the first one they released is actually really terribly inaccurate because mm. the visor is too big. Okay, but they're meant to be toys. They're not meant to be accurate by any means so um but the mandalorian one looks like it's pretty yeah yeah and it has like the i never got the vader one which is what i really wanted to get the vader one and it was on sale and i just kept on like oh blah blah blah. i just forgot about it but that one looks cool because it's actually you can take it apart like the helmet and the pieces i actually uh erica got me that for christmas last year okay so yeah that one that one seems really badass i have i have 18 different helmets from star wars okay so now now my question diverse from (laughs) don't you dare interrupt us now no i mean is it all black series yeah no most of them i made okay uh, but the uh, I think uh, I know Kevin's question. I do. Ha- I do. I do have one. I do have one. The uh, Kylo Ren one that's cast from one of the uh, stunt uh, molds from he's the movie. Still, yeah, he's still he's still my favorite character. Yeah. Mm. All right. So you're not gonna ask his question. No, I'm just gonna move on from here. I'm no, no, no. On. Ask it now. I was gonna. No, I'm gonna move on. No, I'm you've gonna... opened this can of worms. You can't let it. Come I know in. the can of worms might it might divert this podcast. No, no, to do it. Totally something do else. It. I would have to like at, we're out here. Well, now everybody's anticipating the questions. Out, out, out here having a penis. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was gonna say, do you like role play with your little masks? that you have at the at home? No, they're on display most of the time in my uh, office. Ah, useless. You use them as, yeah, okay. No. Well, we I would use them all. with other things. I would, oh, okay. Well, see, now that's where to divert it. This conversation I'm is just... I'm not going too well. I need to... Yeah. I feel like I'm down in the chamber now. All right. Um, we're going to try another beer. It is Sweetwater from, I think it's from Atlanta, Georgia. Yep, sure is. I should have known that. Um, you can get this Anywhere as well, right? Yeah, I got that one at Kroger. You got it at Kroger? And uh, if you buy four of packs, it's only seven nineteen of four ah. or six packs. So this is the uh, chocolate stout um, brewed with chocolate. I got, I hope so. I'm glad that they uh, said, hey. They brewed it with raisins. <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't taste I don't. Much. I don't know why they wasted that that um, space to say brewed with chocolate. I mean, it is a chocolate stout, but maybe they could have used like fake things so they want to know they made they brewed it with real chocolate all right so they used the 420 so this is sweetwater's 420 strain and i'll tell you what before i even read the can i opened it up it did smell a little bit like hemp it is it is pretty i didn't hadn't seen the can before i actually Mm. tasted it but it is very obvious that it's part of the 420 strain so yep yep which is great because they use hemp like flavor but it doesn't contain any hemp so so we're not gonna get high no you're not gonna get high so this is not filled with the weed drugs Nope, nope. It's just the flavoring. Um, not, it's, not even a single weed. Damn it! No, it's no, no, no weed. So no. We're not at risk of injecting weed drugs while we're nope, drinking this. No, nope, can't get no, high. We're not gonna, not gonna snort. I should have lied to you and said yes, and then see how like far well, this went. Oh, dude, I'm so high. <laughs> no, no. I, I I know how these beers are made, but 
I, yeah. I'm uh, not sure why this has become a thing. The 420 yeah. strain? Oh, well, there's several different breweries that do stuff like this. Oh, come on, man. It's bait. Because people like drugs. It's bait. I mean, that, I have nothing against uh, anybody doing drugs. That's fine. Do your drugs. It's just bait. Yeah, I know. It's, it's bait, bait with people but, that... it's, but I just, I don't, I'm not sure that it really adds a whole lot to yeah. it. Yeah, why put, why put it in the beer? Well, we're going to taste it here in a minute, so I, I, haven't, I haven't tried it yet, but I want to uh, describe this beer. It's 6.4% alcohol by volume, so here's a description. Tell me if you guys, um, you could taste this while I am actually um, reading it. Thanks, uh, Dad. Yeah, the, the, four, <laughs> the 420 strain is back in black with a chocolatey stout and a head-turning aroma. Our unholy trinity of hops strain yeah, specific... Uh, uh, natural hemp-type flavors complement a roasty malt backbone, resulting in a dreamy medley of mouth-watering flavors, tropical fruit on the inhale, coffee on the exhale, gooey chocolate all the way through. Mm. Woo-hoo. All right, so, um, yeah. So, first of all, based on that description, absolutely nothing about this beer reminds me of ACDC at all. And I, don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't get any of that. No, and none of the fruit at all. I don't, the I don't, coffee a little bit. The I think yep. a lot of it is sort of sort of like kind of bowled over by mm-hmm. the um, 420 strain flavoring. I don't think I get any fruit. Well, here's this: I don't get no fruit at all. Period. So it's a little bit roasty in the beginning. I don't get uh, the hemp flavoring though, which I'm glad for me anyway for my palate. But I did smell it when I first opened this can. No, yeah, it smells like it. On the the nose is very strong yes. on it, but there's not a whole lot of the flavor yeah. there. There is a fairly strong chocolate flavor, mm-hmm. but then yeah, definitely, it, yeah, yeah. But then the roast and the coffee flavor kind of comes at the back, end and it's me. thin too. It's not really um a thick body. It's got this thin, watery base yeah. body. Yeah, I, I, I it's do, a stout too, right? Yeah, it says yeah. a stout, but I mean, it's it it's, it's just have a mouthfeel like a stout though. Yeah, but I mean, it's all, all uh, with their malts that they use. It's I don't I know. We can we can debate stouts and porters. Maybe we'll do that on an, another episode where because a lot of people think that oh if it's a stout it has to be a thicker body which is yes and no kind of the case but um yeah we'll we'll I mean that's what I kind of associate yeah. with stouts me but too. that doesn't necessarily have to be that of right course. exactly yeah yeah me too but um I mean yeah it's dry at the end though man there's there's some dryness there which those those hops um whatever they're using in there or whatever they're using in there just really dries your oh I'm getting cotton mouth hey there's a hint. Are you, are you getting hungry? <laughs> Maybe. Got the munchies? Got the munchies. <laughs> I'm needs, always hungry. Need some, some ramen, Taco Bell, and Doritos. That's why they put chocolate in there. So you can just eat it and drink it and get high all in one glass. But you're not getting high because there's no That's actual, right. There's, there's no, no hemp. There's no it's THC. It's just hemp flavoring. Are you yeah. getting that reefer madness? You want to... <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah, reefer Madness. Reefer Madness. What the hell is Reefer Madness? How do you not know about... So reefer, I do not know what Reefer what? Madness is. Reefer Madness, uh, actually, like, it, got, it was a movie, but it this, turned into yeah, a play like from the, the 60s. 50s or yeah, 60s. Yeah, it's like old. Yeah. It's quite old. Uh, that went on, it was propaganda against marijuana about how it turns you into this manic, like crazy, murdery, rapey person. And yeah, it's terrible. Like, it's, it's absolutely atrocious. But somebody went ahead, it was genius, they turned it into a stage play. And the whole thing, of course, is the anti-marijuana, like, hardcore... 1936. Oh, is it? does it go back that far? In the 30s? Yeah. Wow. Um, but it's very much... They tried to put you in an institution? Yeah. Well, huh. they had just... In 1936, marijuana was only fairly recently made illegal at that point. Because marijuana initially was made illegal because it hurt the paper industry. Hemp paper was a superior product. And Westinghouse, this one of the many robber barons of the period, uh, yeah, pushed to have it made illegal. And in fact, in the, uh, the arguments made before Congress as to why it should be made illegal 
was that marijuana could be used by uh, Hispanic and uh, black jazz musicians to get white women in bed. That was actually an argument made as to why wow. it should be well, good for them. Goddamn thirties, so, right? So, it, I mean, the marijuana being illegal and not being and being scheduled as a Schedule One drug, which is the same thing as like everything, like crack and meth, like that. Uh, is entirely based on racism and um, uh, someone losing profit. So people are being imprisoned regularly over bullshit, as what? is tradition in the United States. Yeah. Well, I said online that uh, they, like the movie apparently is concerned about children going to a reefer house mm-hmm. and like smoking too much. Oh, you yeah. mean yeah. like uh... yeah, like a crack house? Yeah, yeah. But it's or a reefer, an opium it's a den, house. but it's a reefer house. Yeah. Oh, and so then... the neighbors, the neighbors says, uh, yeah, my neighbors. Basically anywhere uh... yeah. or the state of Michigan right. or Colorado yeah. now. <laughs> And I'm all for. I can't wait till it's federally uh, rescheduled because it'll be. It'll I mean, be, it has to be. I assume. Eventually, yeah. it will be. There's not. Excuse me. Uh, there's. They really kind of don't have a choice with all the money that the states are making. In Canada, you can grow four, four plants for your own home use all day long, and almost everybody does. And there are dispensaries all over certain states. Some places, of course, are still medical only. Yeah. But this is rant. This has now become a uh, marijuana show and uh, not a beer box. Yeah, so. I was gonna say, man. We, well, I mean, you can be out here. Wow, well, Mike, you know a lot about marijuana. <laughs> I do know. For someone, for someone who who has not uh, partaken uh, in many, many right. years, mm. I do know a lot about it because I don't like the bullshit of uh, of politics. So yeah, I, I tend to pull it apart when I can. You can be out here having a pot. Ooh, OHAP. Out here having a joint. Now oh, you know what OHAP really stands O-hash. for. O-hash. Yeah, OHASH. OHASH. Oh. Yeah. Oh, there oh. we go. Yeah, yeah. Bong and a blends. You guys can use it. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah. We can make a spin off. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, no. We'll just have a poll podcast about weed by people O-hash. that don't really smoke Under the it, umbrella so. of OHAP Core. Uh, yeah, yeah, OHASH. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I guess. It's going to be great. Uh, <laughs> I'm just super nervous all of a sudden because you're like, I'm losing all of my sponsors. No, 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 now. no, no. I'm not losing anything. It, I think this is great. There are no drugs on the episode. No, we are not partaking well, in the weed drugs. Al- but alcohol, we are. So, uh, sweet. Let's let's, let's pull this back. Drug? This chocolate stout, man. I I would not have a buy in this. What nah, about you, Mike? I, I would not either. I mean, it's the the four twenty aspect of it is too overpowering for a lot of the other flavors. I'm not getting half of what they describe it as, and it's. It's it's good on the surface, but it's just I think it's just that 420 strain combined with the kind of really kind of overbearing dryness at the end is too much. It's not enjoyable to me. Yeah, it's not enjoyable either. Uh, what do you think, Adam? I agree with you guys. Um, which kind of sucks because I bought a, I bought two six packs. So it's like oh chocolate stouts I usually like, and then it's like fuck. You know what? <laughs> uh, I, I have I have found though that one of the best uses for a stout when it's not really considered drinkable or when you don't want to finish drinking it, is use it as a marinade yeah. uh, for beef. I don't know how to do that. Uh, you put, like, a roast in a bowl okay. and then fill the bowl with beer and oh. leave it overnight. Yeah, That's just leave it overnight, it. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it actually helps break down the tissue in the meat so the meat becomes more tender. So it'll be a chocolate meat? You won't taste all of the beer. You'll just taste parts of it. Okay. Uh, but it will not be chocolate-covered meat. <laughs> chocolate-covered, yeah. Just put chocolate on it, man. Chocolate-covered beef roast. So right. good. Uh, that's so mm. good. That's a thing. I might do that today. I mean, like, I... Like, I, I've had a few of the 420 strands. Just out of curiosity, I see it to pick it up. Like, I like their mango one. This one, like... Yeah, like you guys said, this one's kind of just watery. Mm, I don't... Like, it's... Uh, get a little bit of roast, but it's not... 
I don't know. I was expecting a lot more. When you, when, it, when you say chocolate style, I want chocolate. Yeah, and I'm not getting a whole lot of that no. either. Well, yeah. then I don't get the fruity whatever they're talking about either. Like, Yeah, I have no idea why even they even put that in the description and, or why they even attempted to put that into this chocolate stout. I mean, I don't I don't get what they're trying to do here. I think it's one of those where, like, the 420, they know that the 420 aspect of it is popular, so they're just throwing yeah, it in stuff. Yeah, that's true. And, yeah. and this, is a limited, this is a limited release as well, so yeah. I don't think you can get this all the time. Um, but yeah. I do like the can art though. Yeah, the can It's like a good. fossilized coelacanth. It's a on fossilized the front. fish. Yeah, and it looks like a coelacanth. And then um, the the fin is actually uh, like marijuana leaves. But it's not marijuana leaves at all. Yeah, if it's you not, look, it's not in the right pattern. No, no, no. But they are like no. A I leaf. understand yeah, what yeah, you're yeah. saying, but they're not in the right pattern. So to me, it just looks silly. I wouldn't know, Mike. I, I've never uh, but saw. I do, it. I ultimately, <laughs> I do like what's, what's of, a marijuana? <laughs> what's a marijuana? What's a, yeah, I wouldn't know. What are those left-handed <laughs> cigarettes you're talking about? <laughs> right, right. Oh my God. The devil's weed. Yes, you said left-handed. Cig- I haven't heard that term. I, I think my old uncle used to say that back when I was a kid. Oh, there's so many. The, what, uh, I'm trying to remember what some of the other names for it are because there's so many stupid names for it. It's devil's lovely. lettuce. I like that one. The devil's lettuce. Devil's yeah. lettuce is one of my favorite. Uh, there's like, uh, what is it? Um, lettuce. It's like hell? jazz tobacco or something <laughs> like that. Something stupid from the 30s. <laughs> oh, so good. All right. So um, I'm going to go ahead and go to the refrigerator and pull out another beer. What? You guys what? talk about Adam, you started watching... The Expanse, and I, I have not yet, so I'm right way far behind. So, uh, yeah. I mean, you, if, how if, cool if, is that? If you're like me, you can do a season a day. <laughs> you actually sat and watched a season a day. I've been watching a season a day. Oh my god! Yeah, I don't think I can do that. Hard. Yeah, because there's so there's four seasons out right now. Yeah, two seasons were made by Sci-Fi, and then the show was going to get canceled. And the fan base, uh, the Screaming Firehawks, uh, as they're known now. Uh, Convinced, apparently, convinced Amazon to purchase the show. I heard Bezos was also a fan. Yeah, Bezos is a fan of it, ostensibly. I don't know. Uh, rumor has it. Yeah, rumor has it. And then uh, Amazon picked it up, and they've made two seasons so far. And they've actually filmed the third or the fifth season now. And okay. the fifth season is out up to episode four as as of this, the recording of this podcast. And, and it's doing weekly releases, I Yeah, they're doing okay. every week. Uh, I think it's on Tuesdays that they're doing the weekly <sighs> release. So, because they, they, they initially, they, uh, they let three episodes out at first and then uh, episode one through three was released all at the same time that's weird to me well I think it was just so that it would give people a lot to grab onto at the beginning uh, okay, okay. and then kind of suck them in because there's a lot of a multiple number of storylines going on in the season okay so they were able to cover it all in those first three episodes and now it's every Tuesday okay uh, is Elos at least still a factor is what like the planet they're on is that still a factor they haven't gotten to it yet okay so because it, it, it I care about that the most is it, the proto molecule the aliens like that's well if in, in so so again, because we're responsible nerds, <laughs> heavy spoiler alert! Alert! Heavily heavy spoiler alert! If you have not seen the Expanse, um, by this time in the storyline, uh, Eros is what you're talking about. Uh, I L U S New Terra. Oh, Illus. Illus. Uh, okay, they Ilis. have uh, they have not gone beyond. Did you say the Nutella? Like the chocolate? <laughs> this shit is the business. So in the future, Nutella owns everything. Yeah, they are the megacorp <laughs> that owns everything. Uh, no, it, uh, they have not gone past the ring at the beginning of the... Uh, so far, the okay, first four okay. episodes. It all takes place within... Um, actually on Earth, Mars, and then Tycho Station. Because to me, that's the that's the shit I want to know You more would about. think so, but it really isn't. Because oh. if you remember at the end of the fourth season, Marco Sinara is, yep. is, launching, His plan. is launching rocks at Earth. And it follows along with that 
and then there is the proto molecule comes into play. Okay. But it's I'm not going to ruin it for yeah, you. Yeah. So, okay. uh, but yeah, we can talk about the first four seasons all you want. But I'm not going to ruin season five for you. No, that's fine. I that's just fine. Won't do it. Um, <laughs> no matter how much you ask. You go fuck yourself. It's not going to happen. <sighs> yeah, because uh, I don't know. Like for me, it and the show does a good job, and I'm sure the books do the same. But like every now and then, you get a hint. Well, there's this that happened, or mm-hmm. this race did this. Oh, now the way. Now by the way, there's a war. So it's just like that slow reveal, like. I mean, I guess that's why that's why I keep watching. Is I want to learn more about the aliens, about the proto molecule, about yeah. like the ruins, and like, and I guess that's realistic. Is that they don't they don't all of a sudden have some guy come in and he's like, "Here's everything you need to know." Blah blah blah. I mean, it's it is almost like archaeology. You're like slowly discovering stuff. You're slowly yeah. learning. Uh, I don't know. It's 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 just fucking good. They, they do touch uh, in the in the new season. They in the first four episodes at least, because of course that's all that's yeah. out. They do touch on the proto molecule and then the reasons why the planets are the way they are you know, beyond the ring. Okay. And then it, it touches on that a little okay. bit, but it, it goes back and forth. So, yeah. I mean, I definitely want to read the books too. Once this is, yeah, the books have, uh, as is tradition, they have a lot more detail in them, of okay. course, than a show would. Cause a show has to combine, you yeah, know, they have to yeah. condense everything down, but, uh, it's, it's beautifully done. So, so far it looks gorgeous and the visuals in the new season are amazing. It's, it's, it gets better. It seems each season. Yeah. You can tell that they're, that Amazon is pumping more money into it because the, the CG becomes so much better. The details become so much better. Okay. But I still, and this goes back to me being a, a prop maker. I still love that they're using real world objects and then just modifying them for the show. Yeah. It seems very like one thing that seems really cool is it, the technology seems like a natural progression and not like Star Wars or Star Trek where everything is like at times shit's almost unrecognizable in a lot of sci-fi, but this is like, Oh, I can see how this, like the cell, even their cell phones. It's like, yeah. Cause at a certain point you probably would hit a technology wall where you can't progress past a certain point. Yeah. And it's like, I mean like they still use bullets, like no lasers. In, no. in, in a way. Yeah. They still do use, uh, it's kind of caseless ammunition is what it is. Cause you don't oh, see okay. anything ejecting. Uh, they do go into a little oh, yeah, more description right, of how it goes. Okay. Yeah. Well, a lot of the props in that, like the prop guns, are either solid cast aluminum or solid rubber. So they don't actually have any moving parts because there's a lot of licensing involved in getting live firearms for film. Uh, because even if they're shooting blanks, they're still a live firearm no matter what. Uh, okay. So what they do is is that they just add the effect of the shooting in, in post in, in, in C, as so CG. CGI the- so the, a lot of the guns, particularly the pistols, a lot of them use are just solid cast aluminum to give weight, to make it look like a, a character's holding something heavy. Okay. Cause you can tell, you know, like the infamous coffee cup when you know, when a coffee cup is empty in a show, it's just the way they hold it. So they do that with the prop guns as well, but yeah, cause they always hold it kind of down or yeah. yeah. And then when he's, when, but when they show him shooting, that's all added in post and it's just the actor making it move. But that's but you never see rounds eject. You never see cases eject because, okay. I mean, it, it they don't have the capacity to do that because it's expensive. And also, you would have in a gunfight, you'd have spent casings floating yeah, everywhere, yeah. and that'd be super expensive for CG. But in the books, do they still use the casings? I don't know that they go into it a whole lot in the okay. books. It's they they do discuss like weapons technology a little bit, okay. but a lot of the pistols they're carrying are actually just modified Glocks. Because so, Mass Effect used basically like what like a basically a 3D printer you slowly yeah use if I recall uh, the way that they described it for Mass Effect was that it was a strip 
of darts, yeah, uh, and like flechettes, kinda... that, and then it disintegrated as it fired. Okay. The same concept as caseless ammunition, like with the, the HKG-91, I think is what it was called. It was the first case, functioning caseless ammunition weapon. And it was just a strip that it would strip the round off and everything, the propellant, everything was encased in the bullet itself, and then it would just leave the barrel. So there's nothing expended when it fires. Yeah, this is where this podcast is going. Oh, hey, uh, nerds, 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 <laughs> calm down, nerds, calm down. <laughs> This might be the HKG one. I can't remember. It's a very blocky gun. You have seen it in film, though. If you if you ever do you remember the movie Demolition Man? Yeah. Uh, the uh, Wesley Snipes goes into the museum, mm-hmm. and then he's in the Hall of Violence or whatever it is, and they have all the guns there. Oh yeah, yeah. So he, he picks breaks. he picks up the gun that they call the ACMAG, the magnetic accelerator gun, and he blows stuff up with it. That's yep. actually uh, a a prop, a rubber prop of uh, the world's first functioning caseless ammunition weapon. Uh, the HK, I think it's the HKG-1. I can't remember the actual dev- designation for it. Very nice. No. So, so guys, if you're saying I should watch The Expanse. Yep, yep, yes. yep. Okay. Right. Yes. If you love, it if, you, if you even remotely like science fiction. Oh, okay. Which it's you like do. Yes, I do. It's it like, is. Because yeah. uh, yes, they, they do use a lot of real world physics in it. Uh, like how gravity affects everything and, and, and how people would actually mm-hmm. exist in space. They do, they go into a lot of that and, and how long-term space living would change. Cause there's, there's three specific groups in this movie or this show. There's the folks from earth, uh, the UNN as it's referred to. And then, uh, Mars, uh, which is its own separate entity, its own separate government. And then the belters, which are people that live out beyond Mars and earth. They, they mine the asteroids around uh, within the solar system because everything takes place within our solar system and it shows how long-term living in space would affect you the belters tend to have longer bones they tend to be weaker much more lungs, lightly right? built. Oh, okay. what's that like weaker weaker lungs i think too or? yeah weaker lungs they can't they have a really hard time living on yeah. a real, an actual planet like if they go back to earth it's almost like torture because of the yeah. pressure like they actually use that as torture in the first season that they, they have a belter that they just put in gravity and just the effect of gravity on him is torture mm. Which is interesting because, like, in real life, the evolution's real, so obviously yeah. stuff would change. Yeah. Like, it, I don't know. It's it's a lot of stuff I haven't seen yet, but, like, after seeing it, it's like, I should have seen this. Yeah, you realize, oh, yeah, that makes sense. And All right, yeah. Then I'll, I'll, I'll check it. I'll definitely yes, check it out, right, and yeah. then I can jump into this conversation. But Because um, <laughs> yeah. right now you can. <clears throat> no, I can't. I can't, I can't yeah. say anything or do anything. Um, let's move on, then. Uh, <laughs> um, so we're going to go into our next beer. So our next beer is called the Holiday L. Um, it is from Gugman House right here in Indianapolis, Indiana. And uh, 8.1% ABV. And I'm going to describe the beer while you guys taste it. So um, this is brewed with Sugar Creek uh, Old Malt, Ye Old Malt, and a blend of specially malt. Um, it's our first ever Christmas ale featuring a handcrafted medley of spices and a, ch- a touch of milk sugar to create notes of biscuit and gingerbread. So here we go. We see, we dive in. Their first holiday ale. I was going to say, I was promised a lot, so... Well, when you first look at this, you're like, oh, stout, oh, porter, uh, because it's um, dark, but it's a, it's actually an ale, so body, the body is going to be a little bit thinner than you're expecting. Nose-wise, I really, I'm not picking up... It's like, I don't get anything on yeah, the nose. Yeah. Well, to be fair also, we, we had this in the growler um, probably for... I'm going to say four or five days now. Shit. <laughs> and it's probably way better on draft. Um, 
Hmm. It's uh, definitely unique. Um, because of the style, I'm getting flavors that you don't usually get with this yeah. light of beer. I don't know if I like it or not, but I do. Yeah, um, I'm kind of with you. Yeah, there is a small hint of spice there. Um, I, I wouldn't say uh, milk sugar, but I know there's some sweetness there for sure. Um, and um, I, don't, I don't pick up any gingerbread, but there is some... Like, if this was a blind taste test for me, I wouldn't say gingerbread. I would say something else at the end, but I couldn't describe it. Um, Mike, what do you think about that? I have to agree that there's a a small hint of some things. It mm-hmm. feels like there's a small hint of everything in this. Yeah. Because there's, and when I say that, I mean, like, everything that's described is what the flavor is supposed to be. There's very little of any of it. Yeah. And that can be completely contributed to the fact that it's lived for five days in a growler. Yeah. So, I think on draft it would be much better. I do get the barest, barest gingerbread out of it. Yeah, it's uh, like a peppery or a spicy, like I want to say rye almost. I almost get more peppery, yeah. like you said. Yeah, it's it's all the flavors are very subtle, mm-hmm. and none of them, you know, none of them are working against each other. But no. I don't feel like they come together properly either. True. Um, it is very, very. Uh, the body on it is very thin, mm-hmm. but it is an ale. Mm-hmm. But I did look at it and expect porter or stout. Uh, it is a darker beer, but that, of course, means nothing re- in reality. But It tastes very traditional, by the way, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah it's absolutely. a very traditional beer. Yeah, um, like, the flavors are all there, but the texture being such, being an ale kind of throws it off because, like, when, usually when I taste this, it's like, it's a thick beer, it's stouty, it's chocolatey, but this one's just kind of... It's like a light beer that's having the the spot. Like I get, it's like a red, almost a red. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, yeah. and it's like, so what's a red L taste to it? Like if that's the base, that was the base I of see it. That. Yeah. Well, and like this, I don't know. Like I don't really get Christmas spices. I'm like you said, it's almost more peppery. Yeah. What is Christmas spices though? What do you? I've never heard that one. Yeah, Christmas spices is more what? What when you think Christmas spice? I'm thinking of um, uh, I guess gingerbread. Gingerbreadish. Uh, yeah. So. First, Looks like we're doing another one. I think the next time they should brew this, they should really pump pump up the gingerbread a little bit more. Um, they can definitely make this a little bit more sweeter. Um, and then I, I don't really care about spices because I think gingerbread spice will take care of all that. So I don't know what the recipe is on this, but I think next go around, um, they will nail it. But as far as uh, a first attempt, I think it's um it's okay. It's not really that good. Um, on Untapped, they have it at a 3.9 on average. Um um, yeah, but, I mean, it, but it, we don't, we don't, we don't hear, I, I hear have a pint. We don't rate it like that. We just say, what well, would you have a pint? Would I have a pint of this? Yes, I would. I don't hate it. I think it could be better, but I don't hate this beer. Mike? Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean, despite the fact that it, I feel like it's lost a little bit having sat in a growler for so long. And I think that's the problem. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like we're tasting again, yeah. like the ghost of what this could be. Yep. And just based on what it could be mm-hmm. it's quite good so yes i would absolutely have a pint of it i would love to have it straight out of the tap fresh yeah they got a, a new um they're building a much bigger place right next to their their house their Gugman house and i'm pretty sure they'll have this uh next year so definitely the you know definitely get that uh adam what do you think about holiday ale i would uh, i would definitely have a pint um and, and like, be, and again, like because it's an ale, like I feel like you can definitely have a little bit more of this. If you if you like the flavor, it's not going to be heavy. It's not going to sit with you. Like it's not going to just be like that thickness. Um, it's unique. It's definitely unique. Yep. So yeah, I think that's a. Um, we'll do. We'll do cheers on that. I guess. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's thoroughly enjoyable, just as is. So yeah, for sure. I, I can't imagine what it would be fresh. So, all right. Um, so you was gonna look up. So here's the next segment. Oh, well, we're gonna call this Bruise News. So let's do Bruise News. This is not official news, Airman. As far as I'm concerned, it didn't happen. Look, I report the news. That's what I do. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Uh, that's from do Good Morning live. Vietnam. Actually, fucking yeah. thing sucks. I'm putting you on the news, you dirty bastard. I'm putting you on the news, you dirty bastard. I'm putting you on the news. All right. This segment is called Bruise News, where we do news from around the world or globe. Yeah, that was uh, uh, Ed Bassmaster at the end there. Yeah, it was. Um, oh, man, I love it. I, I had a chance to meet him when he was in uh, really? Indianapolis. Yeah, when I first started, uh, I did a nerdy World of Warcraft YouTube channel, and that's right around when Ed Bassmaster first started doing his videos as well. And he got popular big time. And um, I talked to him a few times um, online. And then, uh, yeah, I went out and meet him. Um, he signed my shirt. I did have a shirt. Yeah. It's, oh, wow. Yeah, it's awesome. You're almost a celebrity now. I'm almost a celebrity Shit, by yeah, proxy. Like, do, we, do, we need <laughs> hey. to, do we need to pay you to like be on the podcast? Yeah. Right? Well, you, uh, wait a minute, you are paying me. What? what? Well, yeah, but that's not whoa, money. That's yeah. not money. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're paying me later tonight. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, that was, that was really creepy. I, mean, I, I guess it's worth more than money. So uh, this, segment on, this segment off of Bruise News, we ask people online um, to rate us on iTunes and, and, and give us a comment. And a uh, few of you people did, like two, five, six, I don't know, and maybe eight. And as I am a neutral party in all this, <laughs> I'm going to read them unedited. Yeah. That's right. You're going to read <laughs> these unedited. Yeah, because I said, hey, look, um, I said bad, positive, we don't care. We're going to read these on air, but we're not going to say the names on. Right. We won't get. say the names, but I also will not also correct misspellings. <laughs> Oh, true that, true that, true that. True <laughs> I'm going that. to read it exactly as typed. All right. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to read the comments. So what comments do we have so far? And oh, by the way, if you guys are listening, go to iTunes right now. Look up Out Here Having a Pint and then um, do a review for us. Good or bad. Who cares? We, we don't care. Well, uh, as of right now, it appears that you have eight ratings. Woohoo! There you uh, go. That you have five out of five stars. That's right. Oh, which is awesome. Shit. Yeah, there you go. Um, and uh, you actually have uh, only, it appears, only one three star review. But it I'm going to start at the bastard. top. Uh, so far, we have so much fun. Uh, Kevin and Kelsey are great. Love this podcast. Mm. Great uh, craft beer podcast. Kevin and Kelsey are great. They make this podcast fun and enjoyable to listen to. Nice. Fun and entertaining. Fun listening. Come in for a pint. Great podcast. And then there's this one. Oh, shit. Uh, it is sound concerns. Uh-oh. Levels are all over the pace. <laughs> pace or place? Uh, it does say place. My ah, bad. Okay. Apparently, I can't read it. <laughs> Made the most recent episode nearly unlistenable. Oh. Li Listenable? Unlistenable. Unlistenable. Even I can say that. Shit, I'm getting more. I, the more I drink, the higher my IQ gets. Uh, that is actually the only the only thing that that is negative about this podcast is that the levels are all over the place. Uh, the most reasonable. I knew the what most he was talking about. Episode is nearly endless. Yeah, and, so and I that know does happen. Yeah, so that review was my very. So when I I just transferred uh, season three onto uh, Anchor. Uh, dot fm, which is your place for all your podcast shit. It's very easy. You can. Get, oh yeah, it's, yeah. yeah it's, I uh, I actually only read sort of the headlines of these. I should have gone back and read all of them because uh, fun and entertaining perspective of local craft. Kevin sounds super sexy. 
Oh, oh who did that? I wonder who did that Ooh. one. Oh, all right. <laughs> wow. Um, you know, Brandon and Breeze also on this uh, uh, podcast. That's, a, that's my concern is that yeah. there are other people on this podcast and they're not mentioned here. It's, apparently, it's just you and, Ke- you and Kelsey. Damn. The only ones anybody cares about. I mean, on our review, my name's got mentioned twice, mm. but nobody else did. So, Sorry, yeah. My podcast isn't even out yet, so I don't have any reviews, but I'm sure they'll all be wonderfully Well, terrible. I know I know, I know. know that one review was talking about the, um, the levels. When I um, transferred to Anchor... Um, I released the very first podcast, and it was like the, the levels was, yes, it was all over the place. And I, and I listened to it on the way to work, and I'm like, whoa, I need to take that shit down. I guess he, he or she listened to it before I could take it down, and then I remastered it again, and then it was still kind of up and down, up and down, but I got it worked out. So, so. give him another chance. Give me another chance, you sons of bitches. Well, hey, let, you know what? Let's look at the Speak podcast. Let's see. What? Let's compare. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to compare. Oh, yeah. No, I'll, I'll read those reviews. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Let's look it up on my library here. This I've listened to... I just started listening to your podcast. Adam, have you... I've actually been enjoying it the whole time, so it's... it's quite, Adam, have you ever... Sure uh, I said that to all the podcasts. Have you ever... Um, um, I only really am directly involved in two podcasts, oh, okay. so no. <laughs> I, uh, I skimmed it right before we started. Have you read all your um like I said I, uh, I skimmed right. it before we started there we go well let's uh, let's let's lay it out here so well, you have also five out of five stars Damn. Uh, 13 rating Ooh. as opposed to <laughs> perhaps eight well, well, they've been around and long. you have only one four star review everything Shit. else is a five so I'm just gonna read the headlines it'll take the rest Damn, of our suck lives it, oh, them all. <laughs> uh, I don't want to say it but solid <laughs> like being in the room with them cold ones with the boys with a Z. Uh, a clean, like, fun podcast. Fun listen. Honest review. Oh, oh dear. Oh dear. Wait, what? Uh, great show. <laughs> great shit show. Is listen, that what it said? No, no it's a great I'm show. Kidding. And then, listener, good podcast. Three dudes just sitting around talking shop about local beer and indie life. The one four-star review that you received was, okay, so I didn't use to listen to podcasts at all, but I heard from this uh, from a guy I work with, and I... Am pleasantly surprised. These three guys have the perfect balance of funny and seriousness. They honestly know their stuff. When it comes to beer, and it helps me a lot in deciding which craft beer I should try next. Thanks, guys. Can't wait for the next episode. But that, they only that, gave that you was four my, stars. That was my ex. Uh, oh. Was it? Yeah, because I remember what? seeing the screen name thing. So it's like ah. four stars. Yeah. She, well, she said, well, she Damn, said, she gave you four were out you of five. The reason for well, four stars? she said coworker, which implies we weren't dating at the time. Oh. Well, it doesn't actually mention co-worker in this. Oh, I thought you said former worker or co-worker or something like that. I don't believe I did. I believe Negative. you did. That, no, I didn't. You said something about so a co-worker. This doesn't uh, no. work, right? Uh, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I was looking <laughs> yes. for the word co-worker. <laughs> oh. uh, it's a guy I work with. Mm, uh, just that's some guy. A, yeah. I host a Wisconsin-based beer podcast, stumbled upon The Speak via Twitter. Great banter, some good beer info, and a restrained indie style. Restrained meaning clean, yet still a beer podcast. I will continue to tune in. Love to hear more about the indie beer screen and beer events. These guys seem like they would be a blast to get hammered with. Cheers. We are. That we, is the Speak, the speak Podcast with, with, yeah. uh, with our, our very own Mr. Adam. Yeah. Right you, can, uh, you can pay $50 and we'll get hammered with you. Sweet. Uh, fuck yeah. it. Uh, $5. Yeah. Yeah. How about. How that's, about? A, that's a huge decrease because of Christmas. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is your Christmas <laughs> sale. <of> Christmas. <laughs> 80, 90% yeah. off, Woo. whatever it is. 
All right, so I we think- We won't bother reading the yeah. reviews for mine. So guess what, guys? Guess what? We said you don't have any yet? I, well, I, hasn't even, I haven't even posted an no. episode yet. So <laughs> the first episode of the Prop History Podcast- Wait a minute. What is it called? Live. What's it, it is, called? It is called the Prop History Podcast. Okay. It is myself and one other person All right. talking about uh, films from the past and the behind-the-scenes <laughs> stuff of films. Uh, a lot of it focused on the props used and where they came from and where they are today. Uh, but it's my friend and I- uh, uh, He's been involved in the prop community a lot longer than I have, but uh, it's it's just us nerding out over things we love. So, so basically, if you like this episode with nerding out, you got to <laughs> yeah. go to his episode. But this one's like more detailed nerd. nerding yeah, yeah, yeah. out, so it's even more stupid. You're like the grandmaster of the nerd, like chess. You know, you're not an intermediate. You know, you, this is intermediate nerd. If right. you want to jump to the grandmaster so of nerds, gambit. This is, is the queen's gambit of nerds. Right. So yeah. is it uh, is it gonna be typically sci-fi stuff then? Or? There, there is a. It does have a bit of a sci-fi bent to it. Okay. Uh, but we will also be discussing things like the Lord of the Rings, Game okay. of Thrones, because some one of the greatest prop houses so in history. Yeah, it'll it'll cover a lot of different film genres as okay. well. But again, because of the the nature of the thing, a lot of sci-fi. Okay. So. All right. Oh, so we are at the one hour mark, which means we're at the end of this podcast, which uh, Adam and Mike, Merry Christmas, everyone. This is the uh, Christmas episode, which is not very Christmassy, but hey, at hey, least Merry we all got Christmas together. Merry Christmas to you, sweetheart. We yeah. love you. Oh, are you talking to me? Yeah. I'm talking oh, okay, sweet. I'm yeah, yeah, right right oh, yeah, I know, but it's, it was kind of weird. <laughs> no, I'm, it's going to get weirder once this stops. So. Oh, oh, snap. Uh, let's keep going. Yeah, let's keep going. Yeah, we'll keep going after um, we, we put the uh, pause button here. But yeah, as far as podcast is going, hey, if you guys like out here having a pint, you like this episode, get on iTunes, rate us. We, we need it bad. Um, also, uh, <laughs> also subscribe to uh, all of our channels. We're on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. And um, what do we say after the end of every episode? We raise our glasses, cans, or whatever, just alcohol, and we say, Mach Cheers, Mach you Mach little crap beer nerds. <laughs> I mean, I don't speak Klingon. But. Oh, my God. That it was Klingon, wasn't it? But did he translate it? Oh, yeah.